What's good, everybody? Y'all know who this is. This is your host, Brent Lamar. Man, it's been some times the last time I did one of these. I ain't gonna lie, I've been on a little hiatus, uh, but I'm excited to be back, and I'm officially back to present you the Kyrie Irving version of this episode, episode number 11. Yeah, I said it. Man, this episode is featuring a good dude, a, a great basketball player, a good friend. Uh, his name is Rashard Kelly. And he drops a lot of gems and knowledge just about his hoop career, about just hoops and just life. So I'm excited for you guys to hear this. And without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Rashard Kelly. Let's get in and let's get out. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Y'all know who this is. This is your host, Brenton Lamar. I'm here with one of my teammates, uh, Rashard Kelly. I'm, I'm really happy he's able to join this uh, this podcast. Uh, man, he's a he's a great dude, good basketball player, excellent basketball player, uh, and even a better human, man. I'm just uh, grateful that you took the time to, you know, join me on the pod. We were supposed to do this about a couple months ago, but uh due to certain situations you know we couldn't do it but uh i have him now so uh without further ado Rashard. what's up everybody um shout out to my guy b man appreciate you having me on the show with you i'm proud of what you got going on i love to see it i love to see how you're using that degree to you know make better and make change in this world so thank you for having me yeah no doubt man uh so let's get right into it man um my first question to you is just, you know, when did you start playing basketball? What made you want to start playing basketball? And, and just when did you fall in love with the game? I started at a young age. I started about four. We had like a little tiny hoops thing they used to do like with the high school. You know, you know how they had a lower goal with the goal on top of a goal. Mm -hmm. And at that age, you know, I... I found a little, you know, ish with it that that carried over through the neighborhood. You know, yeah. play sports throughout the neighborhood, and to be honest, uh, I was kind of in. We was like, "Am I gonna play basketball? I'm gonna play football." And my high school, you know, even though I I could have been a great football player, okay. it, it detoured me away from playing football because they all they want to do is run the ball, and I play wide out tight end. I'm like, you know, that's a waste of time, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I I made that decision to stick with basketball in eighth grade, and ever since then, it's just summers, AAU, all that been fun. Yeah. Okay. And and tell the people like where you from. I'm from Fredericksburg, Virginia. Okay. I went to Wichita State University in Kansas, and uh, from DC area, played with DC Assault and basketball. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and AAU. So we're going to get into that, man. Let's let's not jump ahead. We're going to get into the Wichita State, but uh I want to I just want to ask you just like in your opinion, you from the East Coast, right? Mm -hmm. What is what are some of the differences you you feel like East Coast hoopers versus West Coast <laughs> hoopers and stuff like that, man? Uh we and just keep it keep it 100. What I'm you think? Keep it a buck. We like the physicality that come with the game. Oh, so you're saying we soft. I ain't gonna say y'all soft, but y'all don't like being touched. Man, you know, man. if y'all could do, if y'all could shoot and do up and under layups all y'all want without, <laughs> without getting fouled, it's okay. But that we is, just, man. whenever we played West Coast team, we just always knew that we had to be physical with them because they couldn't handle it. Hey, see, that's a that's a that's a common misconception, you know. 
we always get into these little arguments uh, after practice or something about West Coast and East Coast. But man, we got some hoopers out here in the West. You know, you know, you know, we got Kawhi. You know, PG. He he coming up right now. The best hoopers, I feel like, come from the West. Kevin Durant. Oh, hey, say no more. You right. You right. So, uh, so you know, you you told me that you know you started playing basketball at a young age and just you fell in love, uh, just by playing on a little hoop and and you know you as you kind of get older and stuff, like. Especially being in such a competitive area, you know mm-hmm. the DMV area, man. That's that's crazy. I know, like, like, like you said, you got KD, you got Victor Oladipo, you got Quinn Cook, man. You guys got a lot of hoopers out there in the East. Yeah. So, like, what kind of made you, uh, like, just like how did you like gain that competitive edge to to continue to play with so much competition and and you know not that many people. You know, can make it out 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 there because there's so much hoops, so many people. You know, playing sports in the East Coast, like, like what made you, what drove you to to kind of like continue to stay with this to get to the point you're at now. I got with a uh, a good group of people. Mm-hmm. You know, with DCSO, you know that became a family, and yeah, they they you know they orchestrated to have basketball year round. You know, even when we weren't playing, they would send us to hoop group camps. They would send us five star camps. You know. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff. So it was like a brotherhood that, like, you know, even you was either like playing basketball or you was getting in trouble. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It was, just, and they they made us so busy that like we ain't had no choice to get better. Yeah. You know, like even at a young age, I started doing two a days. You know, high really? school, they have us in the gym seven a.m. You know, working on skills, and that's how I know you got to work out to get better. Yeah. You know, you can't just rely on practice. You got to really yeah. set that individual time aside. And so, like, they they set the blueprint, but you got to understand, in our, in our area, we got team loaded. We got Ooh, team takeover. Man. And for those who, who don't know who these teams are, these are basically AAU teams, uh, kind of like summertime teams, but they, they work year-round mm-hmm. to kind of, like, help uh, athletes get scholarships. And it's, it's a club basketball thing. But, um, man, I know I, I'd heard all those teams, you know, and uh, – what about like high school basketball? You know, you guys got Dematha, you guys got all these just different great high schools out there. What high school did you go to, and so, why did you choose it? So I went, I went to multiple. I started in my local high school, mm-hmm. but like you know, it, I knew when I when I didn't decide to play football, I want to take basketball yeah. serious. Yeah. But you gotta look at the blueprint that's coming from the school. You know, so the, the the best athletes we had before me was Josh Harrison. Okay. Uh, Justin Anderson, yeah. uh, T.T. Carey, you know. Okay. They all went, like, jo- Josh went to Duke, but he went to Montrose before he went Montrose to Duke. Christian. Justin went to Duke, but, I mean, not Duke, Justin went to UVA, but he also went to Montrose before he went to Duke. So I knew for me to just to get that elite exposure, yeah. I had to leave my hometown. Yeah. And so I went, to, uh, my sophomore year, I went to Bishop O'Connell, okay. which is in the WCAC. With the Matha, St. John's, mm. Gonzaga, Paul the Six, mm. you know, teams that's, you know, ranked yeah, yeah. top 25 every year. And that's when, you know, I was able to link up with my teammates. And so, this is a competitive exposure, like college like atmosphere in high school. Yeah. Every game, we got tournaments. We're going to South Carolina, we're going to New Hampshire, we're going to Connecticut, Jeez. you know, Florida. We're traveling all these different places, playing these different teams, Ohio. They yeah, playing yeah. the best of the best, yeah, yeah. and that's how you got better. So, with that being said, I mean, it was just like the people I hung around. 
Yeah. You no, know, the the group I decided to stick with yeah. helped mold me. Okay. Okay. And and you know, we're transitioning kinda outside of high school. You know, like you said, you, you trial around, you play against the best uh athletes and or high school athletes and stuff like that. Um, what made you choose Wichita State? And we're gonna talk a little bit more like in detail about Wichita State, which is a you know, uh in my opinion, I feel like you guys are not really a mid-major. Yeah. You know, you guys are more of a kind of higher major because you guys were always playing in, you know, the, the top tournaments and, you know, making it far in the tournament, NCAA tournament. But why'd you choose Wichita State? All right, I'm going to keep it a buck. So before I went to prep school, I had, like, Townsend and Boston College. Okay. was my last two. Townsend, my AU coach just went there. So I go on a visit. He pull out Range Rovers, Mercedes, and BMWs, and he got a player in each one. And each Ooh, one got sheesh. two females in it. I'm telling you, like, he like, yo, you want to go ride with them? Yeah, yeah. My people's there. My parents there. Like, in town, then that's an hour and a half from home, two hours. Okay. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to slide. Like, yeah. this is what college about. Let's go. Yes, sir. But at the end of the day, like, I, I decided to stay an extra year because – I felt like I was just choosing, you know, yeah. like I was settling. Like Boston College, I was about to go there because my teammates signed there. And I'm like, it's a, the That's ACC. ACC yeah. You know, but yeah. they terrible in the ACC. Yeah, yeah, You're going to lose every night. So I went to prep school and Wichita State called me. We're going to visit. I see all these conference championship yeah. rings. I see all these tournament championships, all these mm-hmm. awards. And Marshall's just like, oh, when you leave here, you're going to be a better man. You're going to be a winner. Yeah. You know, you're going to be well-respected. And, you know, like the city of Wichita going to love you. And which is all true. You know, all yeah. true. And my parents, like, they loved that. Like, yeah. it was all, I mean, it was about after college, too. Yeah. So they helped see that vision. No, I hear you. And, uh, you know, uh, how was it, like, coming from the East Coast in Virginia all the way to, you know, the Midwest – in my opinion, I ain't never been to Kansas City, but like we see Kansas City as like kind of like in that Nebraska like bracket, you know, yeah. like there's not much to do. It's like all like farm and stuff like that. Like, how was it transitioning from like the East Coast to the Midwest? They love me out there. See, they they did, yo. They love me out they there, did. bro. Listen, they be like, "Where you from? I'm from Virginia? Oh, you different." He got a little slang to him, they, huh? Man, he they love different. Me. That's funny. And it was just like, you know, the closest sports team you had was the Chiefs. That was three hours away yeah. from us. And then you had OKC Thunder. Okay. You know, so we's in we in the smack of Oklahoma City and Kansas City, and like we, you know, we compete with KU, compete with K State, but yeah. once we beat KU. Mm. You just felt like we had the, the juice, man. Huh? Yeah. yeah juice. So at the end of the day, like I can go back to Wichita now and yeah. my living arrangements be free. I eat for free. Yeah. Don't have to worry about gym time. Like and Yeah, yeah. They show you love out there. Still. Big love. That's that's crazy. And and how was it playing like with, you know, top tier athletes like Fred Van Fleet? You know, you got Ron Baker that went there. Mm-hmm. Clean Anthony early, I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you played with him, but we worked out together. Yeah. Like, how 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 was it like playing with those guys and and like what did you learn from playing against you know dudes at that caliber? Man, I I like to learn, you know, yeah, especially sure. somebody that like got that much game. Like Fred has stupid game, you know. You don't need to tell me. Ron was a hard worker. Yeah. And 
Clay was just talented, but you know, like even when I when my visit, you know, before I went to sign, like I I was keeping up with him. Yeah. So that kind of gave me the confidence, like damn, I belong, you know. Yeah. Then even throughout the years, like I was a valuable piece starting my freshman year, you know. But I played my role. I played my role so good, like I damn near forgot who I was before I got to college. Yeah, yeah. So like that's something that I mean that's a different story that I have to deal with, but. Man, it just taught me hard work, you know, winning plays, yeah. and really like you just how to grip that dog mentality every day. Nah, I hear you. And man, I also wanted to like talk to you about just like we talk about your your energy and how that shit is contagious, you know, like just your game and and your motor, bro. Like I've only seen a couple guys who have motor like that, like your like how you have a motor. Yeah. What kind of like molded that you know is it is it from like did it come from where you came from or is it just like over the years you know you had somebody tell you okay i gotta do this i do that and you know you just kind of stuck with it like how did you gain that motor because not everybody has a motor like yeah. you you know i think it's, it really started when i was younger you know yeah i just uh used to go like i used to go hard like i used to just my my football coach is like man I'll go hard we're going to try to beat everybody. We don't yeah. want to be a close game. We're going to try to beat the brakes off everybody. Yeah. So, like, just get out, go, just, you know, play hard. And that just kind of, like, I think football taught me that more because we condition it all the time. You know, we run. We used to run 26 laps as every warm-up. That's OD. And this is at 11 and under. 26 <laughs> laps is the warm-up. He was my football coach and my basketball coach. And he just kind of, like, he was a good dude. To this day, we still keep in contact. Yeah. And so he just kind of installed that in all of us. Like, he had so many players go D1 in football. And yeah. I was the only one that kind of converted over to basketball. Yeah. But he just kind of started that with us. You think that, like, football mentality kind of, like, rubbed off on the basketball side? Yeah, because I was physical. I used to foul a lot. Man, I know you do. You still do. <laughs> Look at my lip. If y'all can't see, man, he busted my lip today. You know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm a warrior. But anyways, uh, what position did you play in football? Uh, I played receiver, tight end, defensive end. And were you that tall? Like, how tall were you when you were uh, Probably like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, when I stopped mm. playing. But that was like 8th grade. I see. That would probably crack your ass now. Man, I ain't gonna lie. I got hit blindsided <laughs> one time on off of, uh, we, I don't know, a quarterback throw interception trying to chase him down man the running back ran up the sideline i got hit and we like at a you know the aau field yeah i literally slid in front of my parents Sheesh. bro it was the worst hit that i ever you said this shit ain't for me huh <laughs> <laughs> let me take my ass back to the, on the hardwood oh, man. <laughs> that's funny all right so we uh we talked a little bit about your time at wichita you know uh you know i want to transition kind of into the pro Pro life and stuff like that, you know. Um, can you tell me some of the places where you played already, um, and and like, what's your favorite place being out here? I started. Europe? I started my rookie year uh, in Russia in Perm, Russia. Then my second year, I went to Trento, and this is my third year. Yeah. In uh, Turkey. Um, what do you think is your favorite place in Europe? Favorite place to be honest, bro. All of them been good. Okay, you know Italy. Italy was different because it was smaller. You yeah. know, it was more compact. You know, even yeah. the players were smaller. But the VTB in Russia was just like an NBA field. Yeah, you know, like the arenas was big. You playing against 
some good competition money out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And I held my own my rookie year too. Yeah. And then out here, like the competition throughout the league, just solid. Yeah. So yeah. all of them been a joy for me. But I think probably just the whole experience, my rushing year. Yeah. No, I hear you. And has there been any like what what are some of the challenges you felt like you faced? You know, just going into this pro life, you know, because it, it, it's an adjustment for especially yeah. rookies and coming from, you know, college, you know, there's a lot of stuff we don't know. Yeah. What what are some of the stuff that you were challenged with, you know, that kind of most you know? I think it just had to be like, even if I ain't want to shoot, having to shoot the ball, mm. you know, they want, they, they try to have everybody be a pick and pop stretch sport, yeah. you know, so that's one thing I had to change my game. Like, that was a knock on my game, like, Oh, Shar Kelly can't shoot. Shar Kelly can't do this. Shar yeah. Kelly can't do that. Yeah. But in the day, like, I I never put myself in position to. Yeah. So now it's like every time somebody swing the, swing the ball to me, I'm ready to shoot. Yeah. You know. So I've been more. I've been you know gaining success and confidence with that, and it just kind of transition and understand like, all right, I see eight nine seconds on the shot clock. That don't mean get a shot up. You can yeah. still you can do still get else. ball movement, get the ball to the other side. You know, learn the game, playing the game inside the game, posting yeah. up, different reads, different stuff like that. No, I hear you. I hear you. And has there been like a favorite like coach that you that you specifically learned from out here? Like my man Lele. Lele. Oh, oh where he from? Italy. Italy, okay. Oh dude, he probably about sixty four, sixty five, uh-huh. but he was just teaching me so much game, bro. Yeah. He was a, a national team coach, Jeez. you know, and just uh, throughout the year, like, he was just helping me work my game so much. Yeah. Him and, and my guy, Danny. Um, Danny was in Palmer with me, young guy. He mm-hmm. went to – he coached at Princeton. Yeah. You know, right Princeton. So, I'm like, one of my Ivy League schools. Okay. But now he's over in Israel now, you know, being an assistant coach. Yeah. And like they just they just took their time and poured some time in me and helped yeah. me, you know, understand the game. Yeah. Okay. And and in terms of, you know, like this hoop shit, you know, we know how tough it is just day in and day out, you know, getting up, going to practice, you know. I feel like some of my people back home, they, they feel like this is easy, you know, yeah. like everybody can do it and you know, they don't understand like the just the mental aspect of waking up dealing with just different you know like voices or whatever it is you know like how how do you kind of like silence that and and you know still be about your shit every single day like how did how do you kind of manage all those like those pressures or or whatever fears you got like how do you manage it out here oh man you know i try to do a lot of personal development Mm, that's important yeah especially out here when we yeah so like i got like a little journal you know like what works for me yeah you know i try to get back to that you know yeah try not to get away from things that don't work for me and then say i do experience something you know like i chart write down like the lab result yeah i mean just personal development man just do what you feed your mind what you feed your energy like that's what you're gonna get out yeah I, i for sure agree with you man like for me i feel like you know, my, my, my spiritual aspect of just, since I've been over here, it's been, it's grown, you mm-hmm. know, because like, like you said, we here alone and we, we go through stuff every single day and, and we take that mental note and 
I feel like if we kind of feel like we try to do it on our own and stuff like that, it's, it's tough, you know? Yeah. So I feel like that's that's what really grew, grew for me, just being out here and experiencing, you know, this European uh, just hoop shit. It's, it's all about growth and development, you know? Yeah. And speaking of growth and development, what are some of the things that you want to grow as a, you know, as a, as a hooper or as a man, you know, just like, what are some of the things you want to get to in man, this hoop shit? I want to get over the hump of just being dominant, you know, yeah. not being dominant in spurts, just be dominant, be a motherfucker yeah. the whole yeah. game. Yeah. And then just be about what I'm going to say about like, as a man, you know, like I'm going to say, I'm going to do something like really do it. Don't yeah. stop procrastinating. Stop lollygagging. Don't doubt myself. You know, don't second guess myself. I mean, when your, your initial thought is probably the right thought. Yeah. You know, so that's what I try to learn. Like, you can't you can't care about what everybody else got to say about you. Can't control you got, everything. You can't control everything, man. And even even when a storm comes, you got to weather the storm, man. Like, figure out how to make the best of it. Make Do what you got to do for yourself and your family. Yeah. And wherever you try to get, have an end goal in mind, have an idea of who you can be, what you become, the life yeah. you want to live. And if you ain't working towards that every day, then you waste the time. Man, I couldn't have said it be- better. You know, I definitely agree. You know, I think, you know, we have a lot of time over here and, and it's it should go by fast, man. Yeah. You know, we were just talking about like just how how we were here just preseason. Now, look, we already in like month six, month seven, mm-hmm. something like that, you know? So we got to be about this shit every single day and we got to get right to it. Um, I just got a few more questions off the top of the dome. Um, have you experienced any crazy, like, just stories out here, you know, just in terms of maybe hoop or even off the court? What are some of the mm-hmm. craziest experiences you've had out the here? Most, the most thing I realized is basketball shit is the business, bro. Yeah. Like, like, all right, my knock on me, maybe. Why well, Rashard Kelly has so many different agents? Because them agents is cruddy. Them agents is fucking cruddy, bro. I, I feel you. Seriously, but my, my man Fred told me, he was like, bro, I had 10 agents in a month. Sheesh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was like, the niggas just janky. Yeah. Like, yeah. and everybody, I had an agent try to blackball me. Like, if you tell a team I got this deal for you, I'll, end your, I'll ruin your European career. Wow. You know I wanted to put my hands on bro so bad, yeah. but he he texting over WhatsApp. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just messing with your life at this point. You my know? career, my money, you yeah. know. So that's one thing I had learned. This shit is a business, and it ain't really about the biggest name. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then you gotta understand when you come over here, you an outsider to them. Yeah. You know you can't trust everybody. You can't. You just not free willy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Not that it's better to stick to yourself, but you got to be on your P's and Q's. You got to know what's going on. Nah, no doubt. Um, so I want to also ask you, like, off the court, what are some of the, like, you know, we know we know that you like to uh, explore, just go different places and, and just, you know, see different things, go to the mall mm-hmm. or, or try new different foods. You, you're that more adventurous type. Mm-hmm. How important is it? for you know athletes especially out here to to get out and to see that you know like to to experience this like different cultures you know at the same time you know not you gotta kind of have like a a balance between it you know like i want to be able to go home and tell my grandmother my cousins like 
man, grandma, they got this, they, turkey got this dessert, they got yeah. this, this is what they do, this yeah. is how their lifestyle is. Like, I had to be able to see that firsthand because I'm the only person in my family that's that's over here. Yeah. And that's probably ever going to come over here. And I, I hope my, my fellow family members follow my footsteps some yeah. type of way. But for the time being, like, this, I, they, I'm allowing them to see this through me, you I know, so... I, I also I do try to tap into the culture some type yeah. of way. Um, no, not that I, I like to meet people, but I'll go to a local restaurant, yeah. try local foods. I, I'll observe the culture that's going on around me. Hey, one of, hey, I feel like out of everybody I know, if anybody wants to get like a sponsor or some shit at like a restaurant or whatever store, it'll be you. Yeah. You know, because I, 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 I kind of had to, you know, I feel like after my my second year, I, I told myself I want to like start exploring more, like mm-hmm. make doing more trips, you know, going different places, because it's like you said, it's important. Like we we the only people out here probably in our families that really you know can experience Italy, yeah. can experience Turkey, you know. So like it's important to to get out and and enjoy this stuff because as much as we talk about you know this hoop shit, like we can we need a release. You know, and you you need to just experience and enjoy life, you know? So, um... Them different resources, though, bro. Like, you... All right, so in Italy, I got a shoe connect. You got a shoe connect? This girl named Alexandra, she work at Mm -hmm. Airness. is at the mall. But she all... Every release, she hit me. You want these? Yeah. You want these? Like, firsthand, you know? And that's type of stuff. Like, in Russia, I damn near had my own hookah uh, bar. It's, it's called Vahu. They just opened up like their third hookah bar, but man, they used to like open up the roll out the red carpet for us every yeah, time we yeah. came in there, and we just kept it cool, man. Just being good people. Yeah. Even it's a culture difference. Like my man in Russia could couldn't speak a lick of English. Yeah. But he took care of me. Yeah. See, see, man, that's that's a. I think that's that's important. You know, just like you said, man. Like just go out and explore and. and Open your eyes a little bit. That shit really will. You'll see things that you never feel like, you know, or never think that you'll ever see. You know, mm-hmm. I, ne- I never thought I would be out here like this, you know. So, um, we're going to kind of, like, wrap it up a little bit. Um, do you have any, like, kind of crazy stories on the floor or, on, like, on, like hoop-wise? Just, like, anything you've seen, you know, like, when we had an interview with uh, Trev, he told us about just, you know, uh, fans, the Greek, the Greek fans, you know, mm-hmm. they, they throw stuff or, you know, like they, they doing crazy chants, fire in the stands. Yeah. Like, do you experience any of that stuff? I experienced that, you know, Trav a little bit older. He like 17 years older than me. So <laughs> at the same time, he seen more than I seen. <laughs> but like lighters uh, was throwing on at us when we played Baduka notes, you know, really? Partizan was stupid lit. Partizan like a uh, NBA arena. Yeah, that's but, Belgrade. Oh my gosh, bro! I mean, flares, bombs, like fireworks in the building. Yeah, they they when they played us at home, they fans came and packed the arena more than our fans Jeez. did. You know, so I seen the support. I see yeah. like different countries, different teams, and I take notice of it. Like yeah. they have crazy fan support. Like when it's COVID over, like I know the fans is itching to get they back itching, in. They itching, especially out here, man. Itching to get back in there, bro. Yeah. They itching, they itching. But um, is there anything else you want to add on to you know you want to say or talk about? Or? Uh, 
I mean, I appreciate you. I know I'm glad, yo. I can't wait to share this with my people, yo. I'm uh, I'm make sure I touch the East Coast. I'm make sure yes, I get sir. back. I'm make sure I get to Kansas. I'm get my man Isaac Brown a shout out. He the new interim head coach at Wichita State, hey, man. Shout out, shout out to him. He uh, uh the first African American head coach at Wichita State. Let's go. And he got the boys tied for first in the conference, man. Yes, I just love sir. to see it, yo. I try to give him a shout out every time I get a chance. And that's really it, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm blessed, yo. Hey, like, life, life be rough some days, bro. But like stuff like this, being yeah. able to hang out with y'all, be them chop it up, learn from y'all, listen to y'all, bro. It be making everything better. Hey, man, I want to say appreciate you for joining the pod, man, because you didn't have to, you know. And and like I said, like it's rare to meet genuine good people, and I think you're a genuine good right. dude, you know. And I, and and just being a you know, like a part of this team and, and, and ex- like experience, you know, just different type of cultures, man. You, it, it teaches you to appreciate everybody. And, mm-hmm. and I appreciate you, like I said, for just joining and, and, um, I wish you the best. And I know you're going, man, I already told you what, what you can be. You know, I tell you that a lot, just how I can see your development throughout the years. You know, you think you got that, uh, that Kai package, but, you know, maybe in a couple of years, you, you might have that package, the Kyrie package. Hey, if I get paid to play three and D, I could do that too, though. <laughs> I, I, I'm taking the money route. I'm taking the money it. route. I feel it, man. But uh, like I said, man, I appreciate you for joining, and I, I know they're going to love this one. This is a great episode, and, and yeah, man, appreciate you. Appreciate you too, so, man. And that uh, ends this episode. Uh, you can find us on Apple, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, or whatever you want to find your listen to your podcast. And yeah. Holla.